Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Tuesday, June the 23rd here. I almost forgot what day it was. My brain is just uh, a little bit fried at this point. I'm tired. And uh, it's more mental uh, probably than physical for sure. You know, when the world is crazy, we're thinking about 19 different things. And, you know, basically had a morning of just a million conversations with people. And so my brain is a little bit uh, exhausted. But... Wanted to hop on the podcast and drop you an episode here before I head into my own leg workout. So admittedly, this is kind of my way of uh, getting myself hopefully uh, amped up to go through uh, the pain that I'm about to endure here in probably the next 20 or 30 minutes or so. So hopefully this finds all of you staying safe and staying sweaty wherever you're at, living your life best you can. And real quick, before I kick into today's podcast, we do have our newest online challenge program kicking off here in 11 days, 7 hours, 40 minutes, and 25 seconds. It is a five-week face melter challenge, and we called it the face melter because, well, this program is going to melt your face off. This is by far the hardest online challenge program that we have ever put out in terms of the workouts themselves. I filmed a lot of this last year sometime and just because of how the world is rolling, you know, and I was busy with other projects, it kind of got put on the back burner and then obviously now, you know, some places gyms are open, uh, some places they're not, some people are, you know, going to train at their homes for a while, some people will go to the gym you know, periodically and obviously with summer coming up, some people will travel. This is something you can do with just a set of dumbbells in your garage, in your living room, or at your local gym. And I promise you, it will challenge you, most definitely, uh, in terms of your physical limitations and your mental limitations. Now, obviously, we don't do anything crazy here or dangerous, but this program is not for the faint of heart. So if you guys love the stuff that I share on Instagram and the things that we drip on YouTube, this program is going to be for you. It's a workout Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. The weekends, we go through much needed foam rolling and mobility. I'll share a ton of stuff uh, on top of that inside the private Facebook coaching group. We'll coach you all the way. We'll talk nutrition and all the important things to allow you guys to live your healthiest and happiest life. So if you're interested, I am willing to give a small discount to the podcast listeners. So if you guys want to hit me up, send me a message as soon as possible. The link is currently in my Instagram bio for you to jump on that. And uh, we'll have a good time. And it will not be easy. Again, like I said, all you need is a set of dumbbells at home. Uh, if you've got other equipment, that's great. But we can literally make it work with just dumbbells and we can get nasty with it, and that is the plan. So it's our five-week face melter challenge. It kicks off July the 6th. I believe we close registration down on July the 4th. So if you're going to have you know, a weekend filled with brats and beer, this will be the thing to get your ass right back on trap track Excuse me, uh, July the 6th. So 11 days from now, you have to register. Hit me up. I'll save you guys a couple bucks, and I'm happy to do it if that makes life a little bit easier for you. So with that said... We are going to touch on something today that I consume every single day, and many of you do as well. We're talking the coffee life here, and how you know 350 milligrams of this each morning can boost a little bit of fat loss. I'm not just talking caffeine here; we're talking coffee, people. And you know, obviously, most of you guys, obviously, like right now, even it's 1:20 in the afternoon. I'm drinking these. 
uh, cold brew, high brew coffees. Uh, they're obviously dairy free. It's just sugar free. There's really nothing in them other than just cold brew coffee. If you guys are watching on YouTube, you can actually see the can right here. I order these off Amazon just for the fact of most of the days now I'm up so early and because of the world and how things are going, there's no, uh, there's no gyms open. Excuse me, there's no, my, my brain isn't even working today. There's no coffee places open uh, as I head up to the gym here. So, and if I try to leave, I'm, I'm really crunched for time. And so I have these in the refrigerator here. And each one of these is about 130 to 150 milligrams uh, of caffeine, of just, you know, straight cold brew. And they're, they're not that bitter. I think they're actually pretty great compared to, like, let's say, like Starbucks cold brew which I find to be uh, more bitter. And honestly, they're way cheaper. And so it saves me a ton of money. I think an entire 12-pack is like maybe, I don't even know. Is it 20 bucks maybe? Something like that. They're relatively cheap uh, for what they are. So I dig them. But anyways, we're talking coffee today and uh, the coffee life. So obviously next to water uh, and green tea, coffee is the most consumed beverage in the world, if I'm not mistaken. In fact, there are over like 113 million people who consume at least one cup of coffee per day. I believe that's worldwide, not just in the U.S. I'd imagine it might even be higher than that. It's very rare now that I meet people who don't uh, drink coffee. When someone tells me that, I'm almost like caught off guard because I'm so uh, addicted to it, and I enjoy it. And to my wife, if she was here, she's actually busy today, I'd love to have her on this podcast, and I'll talk, we'll do coffee talk with her on a different episode. But uh, she loves coffee. She's the one who actually turned me on to it. And uh, now we're both highly addicted for sure. And she's, you know, I'm particular in how I like mine, but I'm a little bit more loose with what I'm willing to do. She is very particular on how she likes her coffee, uh, what milks, what creamers, uh, the temperature for sure. She has to have it, you know, if it's morning time, like this, you know, a certain heat temperature. If it's, you know, not not so hot as burning your mouth, but hotter than I would like it for sure. And so she kind of has her own routine that she goes through, and I'll share it. For me, most of the time, it's, it's literally just cold brew. That's how I roll, although there is a great coffee place that's close to our house. Shout out to Echo Coffee. Uh, I do like their espresso, and I like their the almond milk. So I do like a, a quad shot almond milk latte, uh, iced always i do i do enjoy that but i'm always down to try you know new coffee places when we travel uh, especially obviously overseas um italy greece different places obviously anytime we're in a city i google uh, the most popular kind of coffee shops and when we check that out and i am sad you know because of the pandemic we are not traveling back to uh minnesota this year we're not going to be hanging out in minneapolis i'm not going to play the same you know, uh, basketball tournament with my homies we played for the last, you know, basically 25 years, which is really honestly depressing. And that's why I said on other podcasts, you know, it's okay not to feel normal during this because a lot of us aren't getting to do all the things we're used to. And uh, it, it sucks, man. It, there's no other way around. It's just kind of a sad, you know, it's a like, hey, you know, and again, there's greater tragedies in the world, you know, but it's uh, when you, you don't have all the same things to look forward to and I personally don't do that many things selfishly for myself it uh it sucks but where I was going with that is you know usually when we're in Minneapolis we stop at this place called uh Black Coffee Waffle Bar and uh they do make really great coffee and on a side note like they're known for their waffles they make these giant waffles they have one that's called like the Fat Andrew I think it's like peanut butter uh bananas whipped cream and then obviously strawberry then they have like uh like a a s'mores waffle they have all these different ones and they're huge right so we go there and that's kind of like one of our splurges on the trip and then enjoy their coffee it's you know close enough to, to downtown minneapolis but 
sadly will not be making the trip this year, which I'm kind of bummed out about, but they also have good coffee. So with that said, I think there's like 113 million people-ish that drink a cup of coffee per day worldwide. I would argue that might even be higher if I, if we really you know dug deeper into the polls, but that is about right here per the research that I briefly did before this podcast. And it's been shown that coffee drinkers on average consume approximately 3.1 cups of coffee per day. So I don't know where you guys fall on that list. I say I'm probably I'm probably right in there. Some days more, some days maybe less. Just depends on how early I get up and what my schedule is like. But coffee has been linked to many positive health effects. And so when people tell you like it's unhealthy or it's dangerous, I don't believe that. Obviously, if you're drinking 15 cups a day and no water and you're doing it, you know, before you go to sleep and it's causing you to have issues of not going to bed, I think that's a problem. But for the most part, in moderation, there is a multitude of benefits. Some of them being it has been shown that a regular, you know, coffee drinker, uh, it may help boost fat loss. It may also reduce your risk of type 2 diabetes. It may also reduce your risk of heart disease. And it can even maybe help prevent you having a stroke, which is all pretty badass stuff. And that may be due in part to the antioxidant profile that is often found in your normal cup of joe. So the antioxidant profile that it possesses is linked to some of these benefits. And so obviously, you know, there's recent research that has shown that coffee consumption can be linked uh, to a reduced risk of type 2 diabetes. However, um, other factors like increased uh, adiponectin, I believe I'm saying that correctly, levels uh, could provide benefits to not only metabolism, but for improving weight loss and your inflammation levels which all sounds pretty amazing. And so let me explain here just a little bit deeper quick. The health benefits of coffee. Coffee is not only just full of caffeine. That's what most of us drink it for. Uh, it wakes us up in the morning, uh, gives us a little pep in our step. We use it as, you know, maybe a pre-workout or we use it to go to the bathroom. Uh, I don't know if it's just coffee in general, maybe the irritants from it, or typically I think the Mayo Clinic put out a thing where it's like, if you're consuming warm liquid, that should... Uh, kind of help prompt or, or move a bowel movement. I think obviously the warm liquid mixed with the fact that there is caffeine in there, um, it gets things, you know, kind of, if you watch my fingers right now on YouTube, uh, it gets things kind of moving in the right direction, if you know what I'm talking about. And so most people, coffee is part of their normal routine for them to be regular. They wake up, they have their coffee, they take a dump, boom, and they're, you know, on with their daily business. So some of the benefits of coffee, obviously there's caffeine, like we talked Obviously, there's an antioxidant compound, um, and that's like the, what is that, phenolic acid, I believe. In fact, like one cup of coffee may contain up to 350 milligrams of this phenolic acid, if I'm saying that right. Some scientists maybe correct me here. Um, and that the coffee bean, you know, itself is made up of, you know, 12% of that, you know, kind of chloric acid, which is another type of compound that can be found in coffee. Now, these specialized compounds that have been shown to reverse oxidative stress and damage to your DNA are typically caused by the free radicals. Now, the free radicals, which are a normal byproduct of you know cellular metabolism, uh, which may increase low-grade chronic inflammation in the body. Now, this low-grade inflammation has been linked to increase in chronic disease, altered immune response, and weight gain. So, like we said before, a little bit of inflammation, the right kind is good. It helps you fight off certain things. But that chronic inflammation is the thing that nags people down. And so inflammation has been shown to alter the release 
of powerful weight loss hormones, such as the, you know, adiponectin, which I mentioned before, and leptin. And said it releases this uh, pro-inflammatory cytokines that can further, you know, increase the inflammation levels. So hopefully I didn't lose you guys with all the sciency mumbo jumbo and jargon there, but there's a ton of clinical studies that show that the regular coffee consumption can be linked to that increase in the adiponectin levels and reduce the pro-inflammatory cytokines, which could boost weight loss and reduce your inflammation levels. So the long and short of it, because coffee has this profile in these compounds, that is another amazing reason to drink it, not just because it helps you take a dump, not just because it wakes you up in the morning, it cuts a lot deeper than that. That's why I'm a huge coffee fan. And so if we're, you know, getting down to the nitty gritty of it here, coffee and the adiponectin levels, right? So the adiponectin, which is a protein exclusively uh, secreted by your fat cells, is responsible for the improved glucose metabolism and increased fatty acid oxidation. So weight gain has been associated with a decrease in your adiponectin levels, and to some extent, even leptin resistance, per all the things that I've read myself. So in a healthy metabolism, both leptin and the adiponectin levels rise and fall throughout the day. However, if you're overweight, your body becomes more resistant to leptin, and the circulating adiponectin levels drop. Follow me here. So losing weight, has been shown to reverse these conditions, potentially altering your metabolism and your body's ability to metabolize blood sugar more effectively. Regular coffee consumption has been linked to increased adiponectin, which could boost your fat burning and better your blood sugar management. Now again, these are just things I'm throwing out there. I'm not saying drink coffee and you'll be completely shredded. I'm not saying drink coffee and it'll fix all your problems. I'm not saying it's a, a magic elixir, although I believe most of us treat it that way because we're addicted to it and you can drive by uh, the line at a Starbucks any day of the week and it's going to be packed with people and they're just, you know, they want to get in there and they're jonesing for it because I guess, you know, caffeine is highly addictive and we get addicted to things as humans and it becomes part of our life and our normal routine. But I think for many of you guys, you know, having regular coffee consumption, if it can increase your adiponectin levels, and if that by some chance does boost your fat burning and help you manage, you know, uh, your, your blood sugar a little bit better, I don't see why not throwing it in. Obviously, with, you know, drinking a, a ton of water throughout the day as well and staying hydrated, I do believe is key. So there has been other studies conducted by, uh, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to find the research here. There, I don't have the actual study in front of me, but they did a study, I believe it was in Japan, like 600 some employees at a company. The research showed that, you know, dose dependent response to coffee consumption and uh, the adiponectin levels. Like the higher coffee consumption, the higher their adiponectin levels were circulating through the body. And that same study stated that regular coffee consumption equal to three cups a day was associated with that increase in the adiponectin levels. So obviously we know like some good things can come from us, you know, drinking coffee on a consistent basis and there's a certain Mendoza line that if we get enough, some of these positive benefits start to happen. Now, I'm gonna to touch on something at the very end of this too, just my personal take. Well, actually, let's do it right now. I will say this, there, these are those are the, the technical benefits of 
coffee. Now we could go over the history of it. We could talk even more in depth on it. Obviously, I've talked about coffee in other podcasts as well. I've mentioned some of these things before. This is just kind of the Cliff's Notes version of this. I will say this. Coffee has, is, for me, is probably the best appetite suppressant ever. Without it, I don't know if I would be able to fast for this long. In fact, I know I wouldn't be. It'd be impossible. Even if I substituted like green tea or like a Diet Coke or something, it, it just doesn't have the same effect. I don't think pounding that many Diet Cokes in a day is ideal, and I don't love tea that much. Although I don't even know if the tea would do it for me personally. So when I wake up, and again, it's 1.30 right now. I need to get off this podcast, get in my workout so I can get home and actually just chill and uh, you know relax for a little bit. But uh, the coffee makes me not as hungry. It makes me delay eating food between like water, Gatorade Zeros, Powerade Zeros, and the coffees. I feel like I can go multiple hours without shoving my face full of food, which that's not necessarily a problem. But I know for me, once I start eating and the world is you know rolling normal, I uh, I have a hard time stopping eating, and so coffee allows me to delay eating for hours and hours and hours and even if I take you know like this morning because our schedule is a little bit funky here today I was able to get like a quad shot uh, latte and uh, basically I I drank that for about six hours so it takes me a long time to consume those these little cold brews I do tend to drink uh, a lot faster for some reason but if I'm doing that and drinking water and I'm hydrated I find myself not shoving food down my throat over and over and over for hours even if it happens to be like later in the day like right now like 1 30 if i'm hungry i'll keep pounding water i'll drink coffee and then i'm not as hungry so for a lot of you i think coffee can be a great appetite suppressant so if you find yourself in a pinch also it's great you know for a nice pick-me-up which obviously we all know so that's just my personal side note i don't have any research uh on that in front of me but literally i use coffee as kind of like uh you know instead of me you know shoving chips in my face have a water and a coffee in it, I tend to be good to go for a couple hours. So it does help me uh, delay eating, especially if there's, you know, certain things I have going on or I'm stuck at, like, let's say an airport in normal life or I'm on a road trip. Uh, I don't find myself just snacking in the car. I just have my water and my coffee and I, I tend to be good to go. So really quick before I guys let you go, it's, uh, we're going to talk like, you know, the power of the bean real quick here. Now, research has shown that coffee contains powerful antioxidants that may prevent, again, heart disease, stroke development, and reduce your risk of diabetes, which is pretty badass. Now, coffee has also been linked to, obviously, weight loss, especially as it relates to the protein, uh, the adiponectin, which I've mentioned a, a bunch of times already. And there, obviously, is numerous clinical studies that show that regular coffee consumption can increase those adiponectin levels, which can improve blood sugar and increase fat metabolism. So whether you love it or not, which most of us do, these are just some additional benefits on top of letting it help you go to the bathroom and giving you a pick-me-up every single day. So my two cents, if you include a cup of coffee daily, it may not only benefit your health and increase your antioxidant levels, but it may also increase your weight loss results by stimulating your body to secrete the powerful fat-burning hormone adiponectin, which I've mentioned 800 times, and hopefully you guys never, you know, forget that word for the rest of your life since I mentioned it 48 times on the podcast. So obviously we know there's a myriad of benefits, and I do say, you know, in terms of stimulating your body, you know, to get the fat-burning hormones rocking, I do think it helps us not be as hungry 
as often because again it is a natural appetite suppressant whether that be the caffeine or the coffee itself i do find caffeine does do that but for some reason when i have it in coffee i find it be that's my go-to and i do feel like it's the healthiest because for most of us it's just natural it just comes that way we don't got to put a bunch of a processed you know nonsense into it we literally just you know get a cup of joe brew it at your house whether you buy it from the grocery store or you get a fancy one from starbucks but none the same like cold brew is cold brew coffee's coffee and if even if you throw a, a little bit of oat milk or almond milk or coconut milk into it as long as you're not you know getting the high sugar stuff and pumping in a bunch of you know real sweeteners or fake sweeteners and everything else i think you guys are gonna be okay and i think it's a healthy go-to for many of you guys knowing all the additional health benefits we just rambled on here through quickly so Again, just my quick rant on the coffee life and the benefits for you guys. Most of it you already knew, but if not, maybe this prompts you to kind of keep it rolling in your life and just know it is okay to drink it. Obviously, probably not 15 you know cups per day. Like anything in life, moderation is probably the key. There is a Mendoza line, and only you can draw that. If you drink so much that you can't sleep and you're jittery uh, and you feel kind of weird, then you're probably overstepping it. But if you drink it and you're well hydrated and you use it, you know, pre-exercise if you use it in the morning if you're not drinking it right before bedtime i think you're going to be okay and and i'm a huge fan of it i know a lot of people ask me that and it doesn't got to be completely black if if there's a certain way that you drink it that you like and it does not hinder your fat loss goals or or weight loss goals and it makes you feel a certain way and it's something you enjoy like i said my wife will will get good coffee and she's like this is the best part of my day like it's and if you ever watch like a show like hgtv or house hunters or something they'll go on there and be like oh yeah this looks like a great spot to know like to come out and, and enjoy your morning cup of coffee it's like something people say right like again I've, i mentioned this before we watch so much log cabin living these people will come out and they might have like a front porch or a balcony or like a fireplace or something and they're like oh man this would be a great you know place to come out and just enjoy the view and, and have your morning cup of coffee like people say that like it's a phrase that's how popular it is you typically don't say this would be a great place to come out and enjoy a, a diet soda you know the, and again we do it with certain drinks coffee uh, wine things like that uh, so coffee is in that kind of same category of, of wine and beer and whiskeys. It's one of the the weird things that we drink, and it's become a, a very powerful, popular thing in our culture. So just know there's nothing wrong with it as long as you're doing it in moderation and you're doing it the healthiest way you can. There is a myriad of benefits beyond just you know the caffeine and helping you take a dump every single day. So that's my quick rant on the coffee life. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Again, any requests you guys have for me on the podcast, shoot me a message. I'm happy to record it if I can speak on it at all. And again, a reminder, our five-week face melter challenge is kicking off here in 11 days. It is the most challenging online program we have ever put out. I'm happy to give all the podcast listeners a small discount to help make things easier for you to join me. I coach you every step of the way for all, what is that? 5, 10, 15, 25 days? 35 days. 35 days because we do the weekends. 35 days uh, over the five weeks here. And... Uh, It'll be fun. I'll share a lot of bonus stuff in there. I'll share a lot of the stuff we do at our house. And uh, I'll relive some of the workout misery with you guys in there because they are not easy 
for sure. I, I even remember filming them. It's like, man, these are rough, dude. But uh, you guys love that stuff, and you love to get nasty, and so that's why we put it together, and we put it out for you. So hit me up. The link's in my Instagram bio right now. It'll be coming out on the newsletter, I believe, tomorrow, and I'll drip it every single day on our newsletter as well. And again, if you guys want to get in the newsletter and you're not there, shoot me a message. Say, hey, Jeremy, I'd love to subscribe to it. We send out at least three emails per week every single week. I've done that for the last 11 years. In a lot of weeks, we do uh, four, five, six, or even seven uh, messages uh, of different content and things just to help you guys, you know, become educated and, and stay motivated and live the best life that you possibly can. So that's what uh, that's what we're trying to do. And this program is an extension of that with a, a deeper level of coaching. And uh, it, it is a challenge for sure. So if you're looking to take your body to, uh, you know, maybe the next level from where you're at now, or you just like to get down and, and get uh, dirty, this will be for you. And again, it kicks off July the 6th, just after uh, the July 4th holiday. And a great way to kind of have a reset and, and ramp it up uh, as you kind of get into the meat of the summer. So I appreciate you guys. If you're on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. If you're on your iPhone, get on that podcast app. Scroll your finger all the way down. Drop me a five-star. Leave a, a couple comments. Uh, I'm happy to read them. Again, same thing if you're on your iPad or your uh MacBook, go to the iTunes icon, rings, reviews, five-star, a couple notes. I appreciate it. And again, I always share it with a friend or family member. If they're giving you a hard time for drinking coffee, tell them to stop because coffee's good for you and it can help you. And uh, there's a ton of benefits that they might not know about and they might enjoy listening to it as well. Or if their friends are giving them shit, maybe they can listen to it and then they can spit some straight knowledge at their homies and be like, wow, didn't know you knew so much about coffee. And now you guys do. So Appreciate you guys. Stay safe, stay sweaty, and until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.